Hello everyone, this is Carol H. Wall. Um, I uh, made an, another episode uh, last night about Mary and about what I heard about what really happened with Jesus. And uh, on the internet, there's a lot of points of view and a lot of interpretations and a lot of stories. There's so many stories and interpretations and ideas about things that it's hard to even know what's real. But I've been an atheist all my life about this God stuff. And um, even when my mom said that God made us, I didn't know who, who God was. Um, I had an impression of God that she was talking about that was very different from the God I was taught by the fundamentalists who babysat me down the street and the God that people believed in as Christians. So it was really baffling and bizarre for me to uh, experience being allegedly saved back on August 6th, 2022. Um, I was in a really dark place. Now, I've been advised when I'm doing YouTube or when I'm doing a podcast or doing anything, you know, creating content, it may look like it's repetitive. It may look like it's redundant. And I feel a little guilty about being redundant because I have talked about this before. But um, I talk about a lot of different things on my mental wellness process. And sometimes the stuff that I talk about gets lost underneath other episodes. So, um, Maybe it's beneficial for me to talk about it again. And I have to talk about it again sometimes as I process things. As I am doing my sabbatical, as I am recovering from yet a third cold this winter, um, I think I'm more active on my podcast because more ideas are swarming in my mind because I'm not focusing so much on binge-watching videos about uh, mental health. And I'm not working, doing so much admin work on my forum board. So ideas are swarming in my head. Because i got nothing to do but lie, lie down on my bed and cough. And wonder if I'm going to end up in the hospital. So, um, yeah, I promise I'll, I'll see a doctor if this gets any worse. <coughs> anyway, I was um, thinking about things a lot. I was thinking that um, the story of Jesus, the story of Mary of Nazareth, the story of Joseph. Joseph was going to divorce Mary because he found out that Mary violated a betrothal. Mary uh, went and had intimate relations with a Roman soldier named Panthera, Tiberius Panthera. And um, I'm too tired and too sick right now to study that any further, but um, that's what I heard, and I'm um, going to study it some more when I'm stronger, physically, but it's really, the thoughts are really uh, spinning around my head. That was a violation punishable by death by stoning, and... Um, I can kind of compare that to my life. 
I was made to believe that I was not supposed to be born. My aunt got so mad at my parents for having me. My aunt got so mad at my father for not being responsible. And it's understandable. Because you don't you don't just, you know, sire a child and then run off and not, you know, not be responsible and go off and do whatever you want and drink. She got so mad at him she wanted to kill him. And she told me not to tell anyone about that. She got I think she got even angrier at my mom for having me. She had a real attitude about feeling obligated to take care of me. Sometimes she found joy in it. But I think she found more joy of it when she didn't have to take care of me full time. When she was still my aunt, we got along just fine. So it's like I'm trying to transcend what happened to me by making a podcast, studying what happened, and studying how to deal with it and making a podcast about it. Mary and Joseph transcended their situation. They, um, Joseph decided to marry Mary because an angel advised him to, not to divorce her, not to let her go, just because she committed a sin. This, this baby is a blessing. This baby is the son of God. This baby is a king. <coughs> and Mary got a message. This child is the, an immaculate conception. This child is going to be born a king, Lord. So treat him as such and treat your situation as such. So they did. And um, last summer, <clears throat> I was dealing with so much sin. I was dealing with so much disregard for human respect when I was live streaming. I was dealing with so much human disrespect. I was um, confronting people, inviting me to tickle parties on live streams. I was confronting people... Uh, urinating on their live streams, just being disrespectful. I was I was dealing with people treating sex like it was an afterthought, like it was a like it was a treat, like it was a uh you know, and it's a big deal. It produces new lives. And once we produce those new lives, we got to look after them. I was a life that got neglected because my father ran away. And because my, and he didn't even allow my mom to hire uh, help to take care of me. And my aunt resented the situation so much that she took it out on my mom and she took it out on me. And um, now I'm the last person in the family, everybody's dead, of addictions and mental illness. I'm the last man out. I've got my poor roommate in the other room. Hopefully I'm quarantined enough he doesn't get sick too. I've got a feeling this, this cough is going to finish him. Because it's trying to finish me right now. And I've got a feeling, energetically, that this cough is from me dealing with all this overwhelm. I want to stress more than anything in the world, we can believe in whatever we want. But I encourage you, and I urge you more than anything in the world, I urge all of us, our, myself, to believe in something ethical. 
For God's sake, believe in something ethical. If you're going to go out and have sex, for God's sake, use birth control. If you get a preg get pregnant, you know, don't have the child and, and neglect and abandon it. Sex is a big deal. Sex is not a sport. Sex is not a hobby. You don't have sex just because it feels good. Because I've chose a life of celibacy because I know that I'm postmenopausal. And I don't want to bond with anyone. I don't want to use sex for the other reason to bond with people until I am healed. And I've got a girlfriend and um, I can't go and visit her now because I'm sick. But we text all the time. We talk all the time. We love each other. I love my roommate like a brother. And since I'm quarantined, I don't want to I don't want to be around him physically right now, but I text him. I try to practice ethics. I try to practice ethics. Mary and Joseph, I think, did the same thing. They were called upon by by uh, a vision. I'll say it the atheist way. A vision. What they thought was an angel. Gabriel. They were called upon to transcend the situation. I intend to do the same thing. When I believe that my higher power asked me why I wanted to be healed on my forum board, it was this way. Because I want to correct it. I want to correct a lot of pain. I want to correct a lot of stuff that was wrong. I think Jesus wanted to do the same thing. Maybe maybe Jesus was made to believe by his parents. He was a king and he was a lord. But that was the transcendence of their situation, of the family. I, I know that I'm not better than anyone. I know that I'm not a queen. I'm not a title of nobility. But... I also know that when you turn a situation around to the best of your ability, when you transcend something like a mental illness or a situation, you can friggin' overcome it. May be made to believe all my life that, that I was just this thing that people could do whatever they want, whatever they wanted to, whether it was abandoning me or fucking me. transcending it I chose a life of celibacy I don't want to be like my stepfather I don't want to be like my father I don't want to be like my aunt because to the on one side of her mouth when she was preaching and getting all pissed off at my mom and my fa my father she was fucking around too she was sleeping with men almost a different goddamn man it ran every goddamn week And I overheard her sometimes resenting taking care of me. Is that ethical? No. That hurts children. That hurts. That hurt my feelings. Especially after my mother died. It hurt so much that I had I had 
a second mental breakdown when I was nine years old. I had three, at least three different, three mental breakdowns. I had, I had, or maybe four. I had one mental breakdown when I was neglected when I was a baby. I turned inward and shut down. My aunt rescued me because I was dying. She didn't want to. She did it because she, no, she thought nobody else was going to help me. Well, what about my grandparents? My grandparents might have might have been there, for God's sakes. My grandparents could have taken care of me. She didn't like my grandparents. I digress. I had a second mental breakdown when my mother died. And I realized she didn't want to deal with me. My aunt. I had a third mental breakdown when I when I lost my virginity to uh, a school friend. And he didn't love me. And I was hanging on to Bruce, my roommate. Just hanging on to him. Don't leave me, don't leave me, don't leave me. Spent years, spent most of my adult life trying to recover from all that. And I slept with men. I followed my aunt's pattern. Because I had no idea what was going on. I didn't know how to deal with it. My limerence is my mental illness. Crushing on people that weren't available. Crushing on people that even fucking hated me for crushing on them. I mean, I hated myself the most. My girlfriend, Dee, asked me something this morning. She goes, can you forgive yourself, Carol? You're trying to turn it around. You're trying to do something good. Can you effing forgive yourself, Carol? And I said, no, I can't. It was just so horrible. She goes, that's why you're dying. That's why you're, you're following your family to death. I said, oh, my God. No matter what you believe in. Believe in ethics, you guys. I promise I'll go to the hospital if I get worse. I promise. If I get suicidal, I'll I'll, tur I'll I'll go in the hospital. I promise. Disclaimer. You know, and this goes for you guys, too. If you're not feeling well, go to the emergency room. Turn yourself in. You're worth it. We can transcend this. We can do it.